Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I'm your co-host, Andy Rieger, joined as always by my buddy, Matt Basinger from Best Swallow buddy. Spark. Matt brought an axe to put next to my head today. That's very true. It's actually uh, right next to me. Quite, quite, quite fearful. That's my well, mindset right now. Don't fear the axe. Thanks. We're in the Let It Fly Media Studios, joined as always by Miss Jackie Wise of M-Prize Bank. Hi, Jackie. Today's guest is Mark McKee. Mark is the CEO of the Kansas City Monarchs Baseball Club and so much more. Mark, Mark's a good friend of both Matt and myself. So, Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks. Glad to be here, guys. Mark, crazy couple of years. And, and yeah. a lot of folks, when they hear the Kansas City Monarchs, they might be thinking of maybe a team of old. Uh, but tell us uh, what the Kansas City Monarchs is, what your involvement has been, basically how you got here and what you do. Sure. Um, it was um, right before COVID, Mark Brandmeier bought the uh, Kansas City T-Bones, which was basically out of business and defunct. And uh, and I've known Mark for 30 years and and we were having coffee and, and basically invited me to come on board to run the team. And um, about, that, about that time, COVID hit us. You know, great time to buy a team, right? And so... Um, we had a decision to make whether we were going to play ball or not. Half the teams in our league did, decided not to, and we did the same so that we could consider rebranding the team, you know. And uh, so we spent a lot of time coming up with a lot of clever names, you know, the the burnt ends and 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 and, uh, and, and uh, we came. Did you uh, trademark that one? Uh, we did not trademark the burnt ends, but they thought that was appropriate for where we're at. And so. Um, uh, on our short list was the Monarchs. And so we approached Bob Kendrick and the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum and uh, kind of put together our vision and uh, came away with a partnership. And so every time we sell a T-shirt or a, a ticket now, the museum benefits from that. And so um, we came out and launched as the Kansas City Monarchs and brought back this historic team. I mean, 13 of our players from the 30s and 40s and 50s uh, are on the in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, you know, Jackie Robinson, of course, Buck O'Neill now this year and so on. So we launched um, just after, well, in the middle of COVID, really. And uh, it's been a fun ride. We, we won our championship the first year. Last year, we had the best record in the league and, and lost in the last inning of the last game to get into oh. the championship. Um, we've been producing lots of events and non-baseball, and now we're doing a development out there. So it's been a blast. We're having a great ride. So that's today. Mm. Who is Mark and how did you get to where you are today? Sort of tell us your story throughout the business well, world. Back in 1962, Andy, <laughs> uh, on a cold winter day, <laughs> I grew up here in Kansas City. And uh, I think like you guys kind of, you know, had that entrepreneurial bug all my life, you know, and, and, uh, and, and you know, doing things in high school and in college, I started a, a place called Pyramid Pizza. Uh, actually had a little ad business. They were a client of mine and they were going out of business. I met the owner of the owner of Pyramid Pizza at a bar at 10 o'clock in the morning because that's where he chose to meet. You know, he was three sheets to the wind. You know, I gave a check for $11,000. He gave me the keys and I went over to Pyramid and said, now what do I do? <laughs> so, and from there kind of grew that into a small regional chain of pizza restaurants um, and then get, did other things. I, I started a company with your uncle, Lee Wanling, called Waddle Sportswear, and we made wow. Hawaiian shorts. I'm trying to tell him to bring it back. Yeah, I know. And his son, Billy. I'm like, you guys need to do it. Uh, that'd be great. You know, but the fun product that we came up with, it was, it was in 87 when the stock market crashed. And um, we came out with a product. Uh, it was a men's boxer short with the Wall Street Journal quotes printed all over it. I don't know if he ever told you about that. Uh -huh. And we packaged it in a in a 
briefcase box. We called it, called it the executive briefs <laughs> case. And that was our product because with the Hawaiian shorts, everybody and their brother was getting into that, you know, the Walmarts of the world, but nobody had boxer shorts with, you know, with the Wall Street Journal quotes. And that one went to Fredericks of Hollywood and Macy's. And I mean, Lee and I had a lot of fun with that product and so on. And then he got into TJ Cinnamons and I stayed with Pyramid and, you know. So anyway, it's been a fun ride. Um, started a business called the Ace Cafe. I brought it over from London and that's kind of tied around the lifestyle of motorcycles, cars and live music. And uh, it's an 80 year old brand. And, um, you know, this was just timing for me was for the Monarchs has been perfect. And, and we're just having so much fun, got great people. So <clears throat> the stadium, yeah. right, in the Legends area, KCK, uh, maybe just before we get into the logistics of why that space is so much more than the monarchs, right? Mm -hmm. This is the and more. Um, I want to learn a little bit more about. If it was actually just, and so much and, more. Excuse that's me. not on my business so card, Andy. More, that's right? just, you know. Yet. Uh, <laughs> tell me about just the new one. There's another baseball team in Kansas City that a lot of folks are really familiar with. Who's that? Um, I, we're not, you know, this is about you. Okay. This is not uh, about okay. them. Okay. Uh, what is, I guess, the space in which this these smaller stadiums kind of exist? What gets you excited about what you're able to do through the Monarchs, through, right. the, through this you know beautifully renovated stadium that you guys uh, are now running? Well, first of all, we're really excited about moving Legends Field to downtown Kansas City. <laughs> Just kidding. Interesting. <laughs> Tell uh, us. You heard it here. Do you we want to scoops? Wait, are you moving this to Electric Park? Mm. <laughs> that's right. That's right. A little history there. Um, you know what? It's minor league ball uh, historically has been about entertainment in, in our minds, you know, and you've got a, and we got great, a great product on the field because all of our players are guys that were either in the major leagues or trying to get in the major leagues. So they're chasing their dreams. They're not doing this for the money. And so part of our mission is to help these kids, you know, move on up the ladder. In fact, our first year, 24 of our players went to affiliated ball. Wow. And that really speaks to our, our manager and our, and, and Jay Hendricks and uh, some others involved in our organization. Mark and I don't make a lot of baseball decisions. Okay. <laughs> and, um, but it, but it really is about entertainment and coming up with, uh, you know, a, a fan experience, things that are going to happen between the innings and before the game and after the game and, and the intimacy of it all. Cause you know, we have a park that holds 6,000 people, um, versus a major park. So that, that's really what it's all about is kind of finding those experiences for our fans. I, I went to a game this last season and I believe Vladimir Guerrero's nephew yeah, Gab was on the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, Gabby, Gabby, and and he's played for us, played with us for two years, and kind of really one of our fun personalities on the team, you know. Yeah, and you never know who's going to show up. In fact, uh, last year, um, Roger Clemens' son was playing on a another team, and so next thing I know, I turn around a corner and there's Roger Clemens for three days. <laughs> so we kind of had some fun and surprised our manager, who was you know a big fan, and he kind of walked into his office and tapped him on the shoulder, and Joe turns around and there's Roger Clemens, you know. <laughs> Super fun. So you have this six, 7,000 person venue. Yeah. How many home games per year? 50 home games, 50 right. away. So there's another 310 yeah. roughly days yeah. where well, there's well, not. On. Let's ask the other question. Oh. 
Let's oh. talk about, I mean, you guys weren't there owning the team when the stadium was constructed. Right. But what are, what's the dynamic of the actual stadium? Who owns it? Right. Who gets the right to operate it? Is it leased from the city for a certain number of days? Mm-hmm. Is it leased from the county? Like, sort yeah, of how does so all the that unified work? government owns the stadium. And then we have essentially a 20 year lease with that. So we run the stadium now. And so all of the 365 per- days a year, you cor- run the stadium. Correct. Right. And so, you know, and, and what we've learned is, you know, you've got to create the uh, the programming on the other 50, the other 300 days. If I'm doing my math right here to really make that profitable. And so that's really what we're, we're focused on b- both things. And so, um, uh, you know, we w- came in and did some renovation on the stadium in the beginning and we're in the process of doing a whole nother level of renovation. Now we're going to put artificial turf in and bring more power in and do things that will allow us to go year round with all of our you know, activities and so on. What are some of the really fun events that you've had the opportunity to do that are not baseball games? Well, we, we created the tacos and tequila festival. I don't know if you guys made it out for that. So we had Andy, Luda- do you make tequila? Uh, do I live in Mexico? <laughs> we had ludicrous our first year and we had about 8,000 folks. And last year we had 12,000 this year. We've got, um, uh, Oh God, Florida and Lil John and about five other acts. But, but we, we also flank the concert with Lucha Libre wrestling and a Chihuahua beauty contest, you know, and 30 different taco trucks and 40 different kinds of margaritas, you know, and we'll sell it out this year. We just keep moving the stage back to, with about 16,000 people. And, um, you know, lots of different kinds of activities like that. We're going to do um, everything from Indian relay horse racing this year, okay. which will bring in horses and, and, and native Indian tribes will race bareback full speed on these giant horses one lap, jump off, jump on the next horse. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. We're looking at motorcycle racing. We're looking at, we're going to do a, a Latino festival this year over two days. We're going to do a carnival circus in the fall with the with the world's largest bounce house, you know. Sign my kid up. Yeah, yeah exactly. So so you're, you're an accidental real estate guy through entrepreneurship. Yeah. And it's a pretty, yeah. it, it's one of those funny common themes yeah. with entrepreneurs that you don't ever realize you're in the real estate business until it's too late. Right. And you're there. Right. You are really big on fan activation and I, I want to stick to actual Monarch, the 50 days a year for mm-hmm. the baseball side. You're really big on fan activation, excitement during the games. Baseball is a product of you going out there. If you could script it perfectly in three years, what does the fan experience look like at a Casey Monarchs baseball game? Um, you know, the, we're, we will touch on more of the, 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 the sensory, the senses of everything. And what I mean by that is we're developing our entire left field with some really amazing things that are going to be uh, looking over the stadium. We haven't made any announcements yet. And, and so, you know, when you walk around, you'll see things that you don't see at any other ballpark. And, the, and there, there'll, be, there'll be things for, for kids and adults of all ages. And then you'll look at things, then it's, then it, but it will be a year round experience from a Christmas festivals. So it's really, um, and, and so it's the sounds, it's the touches, it's the smells, it's the tastes and so on. And a lot of local flavor and flip fair. You know, that kind of yep. thing. So on that note, you know, we talk about tacos and tequila festival yep. or turning your stadium into a giant Christmas celebration. Mm-hmm. When you have these ideas, do you all open your wallet and say, we're going to spend 
X amount of dollars on bringing Lil John out here? Or are you talking with banks like Emprise? We were saying, hey, we have this festival going to cost us $30,000, produce it, but we believe ticket sales are going to be $100,000. Like how does the kind of financial structure of running the stadium outside of baseball work? Well, Jackie comes to our office from Emprise Bank with a big box of cash and we spend that. Amazing. To, she does that to you too? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird? It's great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's that's the customer service that you expect, you know, <laughs> yeah, right? that's, that's what it needs to be. Cash first, loan documents second. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. Sign here. Uh, every, um, every event that we do is looked at on a case by case basis. Sure. And we go through a pretty rigor analysis of, you know, how much risk are we willing to take and so on. I mean, concerts can be very risky, you sure. know, but we're also about building, I'll call it building a franchise. So, you know, and, and we partner with social house on our concerts. And so when we, 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 started tacos and tequila the whole intention was to build on that as a brand a standalone each year so that sure. it just gets bigger and if you deliver on the experience your fans come back for that and it becomes yeah. you know it, it grows and, and that's what we do with almost everything that we're doing we kind of awesome. have that mindset do you structure these different like tacos and tequila is that under your parent entity and just part of the uh, experience of the the lease or the ownership of the stadium is that its own separate LLC? Like, how do you? Right. So we have Max Fund Sports and Entertainment. Mm -hmm. and, and it's really three different business units. It's it's the Monarchs baseball team. It's um, the stadium and venue operations. And it's the events business. Awesome. And so it falls under the events business. And in each event might have its own structure depending on, you know, the organization of it. Yeah. I have a business troubleshooting question mm. to ask. Not my business. Just I have way too many of those to spend on this show. <laughs> What has been the biggest, oh my God, that's amazing. And we didn't realize how easy that was going to be with owning a minor league team. What has been the, oh my God, we didn't realize this aspect was going to be so difficult element of owning a minor league. And, and that can expand a little bit if you want to take that into events. I mean, you hit on concerts can be hit or miss. So let's not use that as a scenario, but just there's got to be something that's been your biggest business lesson mm -hmm. from a negative side and your biggest business success or happiness uh, from a positive side. You know, I think, um, see if I don't think that's a, it's a, it's a great question. You know, I mean, we, we learned st every day we're learning stuff and we didn't realize how much we didn't know getting into this business, you know? And, and so I think the, the, the best thing that we're doing is, is we learn from these mistakes and we really spend a lot of time studying other teams and their best practices and so on. And we borrow ideas all the time and we try to plus those ideas so that we can, you know, do do a better job of it. Um, you know, the, the, on the, what we didn't know though, is, you know, baseball, um, um, is a, I mean, it's a tough business, you know, and, and especially, you know, if you have an overhead structure that, um, doesn't allow you to do a lot of things. Now, fortunately we have a, a good relationship with the unified government and a, and a good lease that allows us to, um, you know, put some chips on the table and try different things. And if we didn't have that, you know, we, it would be, it would be very difficult to do. And I look at other teams in our league and some, some have rent structures that don't allow them to do, to, to be creative, you know, and, and we do it. And, and, but, but unified government wins also in our case. I mean, we bring lots more people 
to the area. It's a, it becomes a source of pride for the community, um, sales tax dollars, hotel room nights, and especially with some of the new things that we're going to do. I mean, everybody wins. And so we try to make everything kind of a win-win with all of our relationships. So do you get out of curiosity being that the unified government is technically your partner and for yeah. everyone listening, unified government means the combo of Wyandotte County and KCK government. Correct. Is that a group that because there is a true win-win structure, when, when you guys actually a win, are win, successful, a win-win, a win-win, when, when uh, yeah. you're successful, way to, way to really, do you get, I don't want to use the word awkward government support, but I mean, do you get them promoting your events and venues because they are technically the real estate owner, not just the real estate from a rent standpoint, but from a sales tax standpoint, I mean, Kansas against Missouri, every dollar that someone brings to an event in Kansas is a win for Kansas governments. Absolutely. Yeah, no, they, they, they stand behind all of our, our events, you know, and, um, and and they're a strong partner. This wouldn't work if they didn't. You know, so it's it's been good. And we try to do a lot of things also with the community and the surrounding and the, and the not for profits in our area so that so that they win as well when we win, you know, and and, and win that's W-I-N. Yes. When, when we win. Winners. Win. Exactly. So you have a 20 year lease. You're right. Was that what you said? As yeah. far as the stadium, you're three ish years into that now yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked about some of the things that are on like the immediate couple of year horizon projecting out over the course of the next decade plus what are you the most excited about like what what do you want to do with this opportunity with this asset with this thing that you have now been tasked with Mm -hmm. growing and running and making amazing i think you're going to see in the next three years something that is unlike anything in Kansas City and in most markets with the, with what we have in the works right now with announcements hopefully coming in the first quarter it'll be like nothing in this area huh. and it'll yeah. be very experiential and it's going to be fun for all ages and we can't wait i mean um yeah so it's, there's some good stuff coming up here uh the most important question before my last question in the event that Andy and I were to do lucha libre wrestling against <laughs> each other who do you think comes out on top? I'm not going to touch that one, but I'll, I'll provide the masks for you to wear. <laughs> that will sell out. Probably like to s- maybe see that it might, it might pair with our swimsuits. We're both it wearing could, right now. You know, I think at least Jackie would come. That's could, really, that's really the most, we would sell a ticket. The yeah, surprise so bank would you be guys could well. come out and play the bananas if you wanted to on our Monarchs team. I'm in, you know, I'm in, we're, we'll do it. <laughs> yep. Mark, my final question. We always end with it. Uh, Outside of business, can't talk about getting married or kids. What's the coolest thing you've ever done? You know, one of the things I'm probably most proud of is is what we've done with the Big Slick. And Mm -hmm. we started that, you know, 13 years ago, and we've raised over $16 million for Children's Mercy Hospital and created kind of an institution here in Kansas City. And and, uh, I spent a day with my wife uh, last week or two weeks ago at Children's Mercy uh, for the whole day, kind of a full immersion thing and witnessed surgeries and saw the things that, that, that we're able to do. And that's probably one of the things I feel best about, you know? Yeah. I appreciate you sharing. It's yeah. an amazing event that just yeah. continues to gain traction and do, do really cool stuff yeah, here in Kansas fun. city. So, well, Hey, on behalf of let it fly media Emprise bank, the J Rieger co distillery and swell spark, uh, so grateful for you to spend your morning with us and spend some Thank time you guys uh, really excited to see what you continue to do, you know, in Kansas city. And uh, and thank you for the invitation to finally realize my dream of playing professional baseball. Well, I, I thought we were there. wrestling. 
that too. It's it's a combo. <laughs> Thank you guys. I appreciate it.